Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Campfire Adventures. If you've been listening along during this whole road trip shenanigans that we're on, I'd like to give you a special shout out because I really appreciate you for liking us that much that you're going to listen. But if you're new to listening, then welcome and thanks for giving this podcast a listen. All of you out there in podcast land are super cool, and I don't know if you know that, but I just like to say it every now and again. So thank you for listening. Well, we made it to West Virginia, and the good news is we made it safe, and we found one of the best postcards ever. I swear this postcard might be the best one I have out of all of them, and it's just hilarious. I'll I'll take a picture, and I'll post it on the website, and I'll talk to you more about it later, but obviously you're here to hear today's story, and boy, do I have one for you. This creature is one that I've wanted to talk about during this whole trip, and so let me just say... It's time to grab a drink. We're in West Virginia at the Yank Hour Nature Preserve, and it's time to get into today's episode. said this is a story i've wanted to cover for a long time because i feel like i've heard about this cryptid for a long time but never really knew its backstory and maybe you'll feel the same way when we get into today's episode but let's just start with introducing them today we're going to talk about the mothman of west virginia now if you smiled when i said that then move because i'm not alone in my excitement and curiosity but if you're scratching your head and you're thinking what mothman who's that then it's okay because this is just the introduction of another new creature on today's episode for you so no big deal but between late 1966 and until the end of 1967 the town of point pleasant in west virginia had erupted with sightings of a creature that the newspapers decided to call the Mothman. Here's how the first sighting went. There was a group of men working in a cemetery. And sidebar, because could you imagine working in a cemetery real quick? Like, imagine being there during the day. No big deal. I mean, probably a little creepy. But then it's at night, and I mean, I'm sure over time it becomes just another job, and you're like, oh, you know, just another day in life of working in a cemetery. And it wouldn't like bother people but even for me in the back of my mind i would be like okay this is the day today's the day the zombies rise or today's the day that the gargoyles come alive or something creepy is gonna happen like i'd always feel like oh there's fog gonna come in and i don't know the headless horseman will come out or something crazy is gonna happen but that's just because it's me so Sorry for interrupting, but yes. So these guys were going about their night working on the grounds and just trying to finish up their shifts when one of the men said they saw something. Something that didn't seem right, or maybe I should say didn't seem real. Now, I'm not really sure, but the rest of the crew saw the shadowy figure as well. And it was something that you couldn't just help but stop and stare at. What the men described to have seen was an unearthly creature. It stood in the tree, standing like a tall giant with these huge wings, just watching them. As they stand there in fear, the creature decides it needed to get out of the area. 
So in lightning speed, it propelled out of the trees and into the night sky, and the men never saw the creature again. Now, they may not have seen it again, but that didn't stop other people from seeing it. Just a few days after the late night sighting at the graveyard, in 1966, there was a group of kids or young adults or, you know, basically they could drive a car. So I don't know what to call it. I always say kids, but it's not like I'm even old. But anyway, so besides what's old anyway. So anyway, these young adults, you know, had their car and they were driving around, you know, and they were all like, hey, you know, we should go on a drive to the city limits to go see the abandoned munitions building. And, and then real quick, if you didn't know what munition means, I could tell you, thanks to the Oxford Languages Dictionary, but also as I'm writing this, because I usually write out a little thing to keep me focusing on track with everything, I realize that munition is almost the same word as ammunition, because munitions in there and you know don't i feel a little sheepish <laughs> because anyway you know things just over my head sometimes so anyway so the definition of munition is military weapons ammunition equipment and stores so basically there was a building on the city edge of point pleasant that had old military ammo and chemicals that hadn't been used and you know was abandoned so i guess this group of young adults were bored and they thought hey you know like let's go see that old abandoned building and honestly i think i'd want to do that because I mean, if there's nothing else to do and there's an abandoned building, it's kind of alluring. So anyway, they all get into the car and they go to the building and they go, ooh, ah, okay, now what? <laughs> you know, so they got in the car and they decided, okay, well, it's time to go home. We did the fun thing today and whatever. So they're driving back to their town of Point Pleasant. And all of a sudden, one of the passengers say that they saw something following the car, something with wings and bright red eyes. She screamed, ah! You know, everyone in the car was like, what's going on? You know, like, what? tell us what happened, Brittany. And I mean, I'm not sure if that's any, but, you know, uh, she's like, oh, my God, there's something following the car. And they stopped for a second just to figure out, like, okay, is she having an attack? Is something going on? By the way, it's the middle of the night. You know, they're driving through what I believe to be the woods because I'm in West Virginia right now. And there's a lot of trees and a lot of open land which is nice but i mean imagine that night when you're already kind of freaked out because you saw an abandoned building so they stop and everyone looks around and then they see this shadowy figure coming after the car so the driver throws it in a high gear and he makes his way into town they stop the car and they breathe for a second and then you know i feel like anyone would try to do this they just rationalize what happened and they decide hey you know what it was probably just an owl and you know everything's all good we're fine we're alive and we just freaked ourselves out because we just went to the abandoned building we just were driving through the forest in the middle of the night so everything's fine we're all good and then they decided to do something you wouldn't even imagine they decide to drive back to where they saw the beast and try to get rid of this fear completely well i wouldn't have done that i would have been like you know what i'd rather go to bed you put the blanket on, close the blinds, and I'm good. But they go back, and they drive, and they drive. And almost if it had known that they would return, the creature was there waiting on the side of the road. Like, I'm just, like, I knew you'd be back, you know? And when they see it, this time they were able to get a good look because the lights from the car were illuminating the creature, and there in front of the kids or young adults, was this human-like creature with black or brown fur standing at eight feet tall. 
with wings about 15 feet wide and a large set of red eyes. It stared down the kids, and before they knew it, it bulleted into the sky and disappeared again. They turned the car around, threw it in the gear, rushed to the police station this time, and they told the deputy on staff, like, look, we saw the craziest creature in the world, and this one report was responsible for starting a citywide Mothman hunt. No proof was ever found to show the existence of this creature, at, at least at that time. But then people started to come forward with their accounts of the creature and seeing it in the local area for a long time. And they just decided, like, hey, you know what? I guess Point Pleasant was where the Mothman wanted to call his home. But as soon as the Mothman had gained citywide fame, he'd vanished. It wasn't until 2016 when a man who wasn't a local moved to the area and saw the creature hopping through the trees before it flew off into the sky completely. He was able to stop his car and snap a few photos, and he thought with this new revelation, he would tell the news. And so he told them, and he ran and told them the story, and they had the story put to the presses and everything. But they had informed him, like, hey, you know, you didn't find something that we didn't know about, but you did see the one and only Mothman for the first time in years. No one had seen it. And they were like, are you sure these aren't hoaxed pictures? Because he claims he didn't know anything about the creature. But he's like, no, I swear I took the pictures and it was just flying through the sky and whatever. This is what I saw. So they ran the story and everybody was relieved at some point just to know that the Mothman was back. You know, he was a fixture in their town's history. And so they were like, oh, he's back, you know, or maybe it's another one. Maybe there's more. So what does he want? You know, what, are, what could he possibly get from living in this town? Well, some people believe that he comes around to prophesize destruction or impending doom. There was a bridge that was known to the town of Point Pleasant as the Silver Bridge. And right after the last sighting of the Mothman was had, and it seemed as though he had just disappeared, this bridge actually collapsed. So the year was 1967, and this bridge connected West Virginia to Ohio. And on a sad day in December, the bridge collapsed due to an I-bar failure. And an I-bar is basically a metal rod that supports the bridge, but unfortunately, the one that was supporting the Silver Bridge was being destroyed by corrosion and eventually it caused the whole bridge to collapse that fateful day in December of 1967. More than 40 people died that day and it's become one of the most prolific bridge collapses in all of United States history. And so some people say that the Mothman actually arrived that year in 1966 to warn everybody that the impeding doom was coming. And when he disappeared, that was like everyone's warning that there was some doom to come take place in the town or in the local area of West Virginia. So they say that he predicts that. And a lot of people have actually said that he's made his way around different states and different countries, which, I mean, I don't know if I believe completely, if he could fly super fast and it kind of makes sense. But he goes there and then after he's spotted and then left, some kind of doom or destruction takes place. So is there anything else we should know about the Mothman? Well, some people say that even just seeing this cryptid is enough to do psychological damage to anyone and cause them to need some type of medical treatment. In fact, one of the passengers of the car with those kids, you know, those young adults who had seen the Mothman the second night, well, one of them was hospitalized for the trauma that she suffered after realizing that she had seen this type of mystical being, like something that no one's ever seen before. And I guess the last few things I'd like to leave you with about the Mothman is that it has a book written about it, a movie made on it, a museum, just 
with tons of pictures and artifacts and reasonings and origin stories of the last or the first or whatever sightings of this creature. And then the one super cool thing that I think that this whole town has done is I have a whole festival made in honor of the Mothman. Like, there's live music, there's a 5K, food vendors, even a statue. And all this is just because it was seen for one year in the 60s. The town people have grown to accept the idea of a legitimate Mothman, and others out there are just waiting for some more proof for this creature. But like I always say, if there's enough people talking about a creature, then there has to be a little shred of truth to the whole story, right? But anyway, that's where I'd like to end today's story. And did you like it? I hope you did. And if you did, then you can let me know through, like, a message on wherever, the website or social media. But this is a creature that I always want to learn more about. I feel like I watched this on an episode of Lost Tapes. You know how I mention that show every now and again. I don't know if you checked it out or not, but I'm pretty sure I watched an episode about it on Lost Tapes. And in the video that I watched, the Mothman actually leapt on someone's car. There are reports that he kind of, like flies around cars i don't know if he's just fascinated with it but like he just like kind of nudges them you know on the top of the roof of the car so i'm pretty sure i saw something on that on lost tapes but if i'm wrong then i'm wrong but yeah that's where i want to end this story something super interesting about west virginia the mothman and maybe one day we'll go to the festival just like well i mean we have a lot of monster festivals to go to all of a sudden but if we could make that a thing with this podcast imagine how cool would that be but a little bit about my trip to West Virginia. We got in at a decent time. We actually came right from Delaware to West Virginia. And one of the things that I was on search for was a postcard. And I mean, let me tell you, they are not the easiest thing to find in the world. You would think that postcards are everywhere, but they're not. So anyway, I looked at Walmart. I called up a couple places. Nobody had them. And then I'm going to give a shout out to BP gas stations because every time I need one. And if I just so happen to go into a BP, if they're around, I always find one. I don't know what it is. You know, just a shout out to them or the stores that are connected to them. They always have a postcard. So I walk in and ask the lady at the front desk, like, oh, you know, hi, do you have postcard? And she said, yeah, right over there. So I told her she was super cool, but I walk over and look at the postcards and I'm looking and they're really nice because sometimes you see a postcard and you're like, oh, but I was looking at the postcards and I was like, okay, I like this one. I like this one. And I found the best postcard ever. It was hilarious. So the first thing that drew my attention was the white lettering and it said West Virginia at night. And then the rest of the card, I look and it's a completely blacked out card. And I just, I thought it was so hilarious. I thought it was so funny because I was like, a completely black card that says West Virginia at night. That's hilarious. I could take a picture of, you know, darkness and be like, hey, look, that's me at night. I thought it would be so funny. But anyway, maybe that's just me being corny or whatever. But I did that. We drove around a little bit of West Virginia. It's very pretty with all the trees. I think I just love trees. And then driving to this nature preserve that we drove to, like, there were tons of nice, beautiful houses. And we saw cows, a lot of cows. I'm going to put pictures of the cows because I stopped off and I said hi to them. And basically, I was like, Mo, hi, cows. Hope you have a good one. And then they're like, you too, Dylan. <laughs> I don't know if they said that, but if they did, then good. If they didn't, then uh, I don't know. But I think that's just as much as I got to be able to do when I was in West Virginia. It was a quick trip because, like I said, in Delaware, we have some scheduling constraints, but that's okay. We're still having a good time. We got the postcard. We did the story. We talked about the Mothman. I'm just going to have to come back here another time to come explore the state some more. 
But I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, give us a like or subscribe on any platforms just so you stay up to date with every episode that we do. And then you can see a lot of pictures on our Facebook and Instagram at Campfire Adventures Podcast. And then on our website, we have tons of the behind the scenes. So www.campfireadventurespodcast.com. And then I guess, you know, actually, I didn't tell you this, but we're sitting in the car. So if you heard the AC or cars driving by or whatever, we're in the nature preserve. But I don't have time to actually walk all the way through it to explore. So I'm just sitting outside of it just for the nature aspect of it all. We don't have a campfire right now. It's been super rainy in the area. And actually, there's a hurricane going on, I heard. So... I'm just trying to make sure that I'm being extra careful during this road trip to, you know, stay alive. So we're recording in the car and then we have another place that I'm super excited because we have a very special guest for the next episode. And I can't wait to share that with you whenever we get to that point. So I hope you know that I'm excited about all this and this road trip is just amazing. But thank you all for listening. So every noise you heard was in fact because we are inside of a car outside of a nature preserve. And if you listen to this during the day or the evening, I hope you have a good day or I hope you have a good evening. Goodbye.